with you all day long. This is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Good morning. I'm Crystal Darsh. A chance of flurries today with a high of minus 12, which is the low tonight as well, with a few clouds. And tomorrow, the high of minus 2, with a chance of flurries. Right now, it's minus 21. There were 157 accidents in the city yesterday, almost 70 of them during the morning commute, and it's worse today. Residential blading has been suspended for plowing. Blading should start again by the end of the week, but it's pretty icy, so please be careful out there. The Oilers beat Chicago 5-3 to last night without the captain. McDavid is out for two to three weeks. I texted you, Matt, and you said you, you were going to start crying. You were I mean, pretty disturbed. When and I, I found out Edmonton's losing all the Wetzel's pretzels. Yeah, what's what? the deal with that? They're all gone. I don't know. How's Talk that, to Wetzel. How's that possible? How does your brain go there? Oh, because oh. you're thinking... We lost McDavid. We lost... Like, oh, it was okay. a bad day. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I, I agree with you. Wetzel's pretzels, that's like one of the best things in the world, but wow. I can't remember the last time I had it, so there you go. Maybe that's the problem. But every time I saw it at West Edmonton Mall, it was busy. Hmm. Yeah. Weird. It's more of a like a airport thing. That's a sure. very random association. But okay, back to <laughs> McDavid, which is probably more yeah. urgent at the moment. Yes. Uh, he'll be hopefully back in three weeks-ish. The next game is tomorrow night in Tampa at 7. And another hockey note, this was in Anaheim last night. The Blues were there to play. And uh, and this guy's from Edmonton. Jay Bomeister had a heart episode on the bench, and they did CPR. Mm. And they suspended the game. They were, what you were saying, they were eight minutes in? Yep. Yeah, they had just started. They'll replay the game, but the doctors say he was responsive when he left the ice, and we'll get an update today. Now, that poodle I was talking about yesterday, the diva, her name's Siba. She won her class, I think, sporting class, poodle sporting class, I think. Yeah, she's fluffed up. It looks like kind of like an alien dog. She's I watched last night, yes. It's not her fault the way they cut her hair. Well, anyway, this is the <laughs> Westminster Kennel Club dog show. They had to make a run to McDonald's because she only eats chicken. Yes. She won the whole thing. But the crowd was cheering for Daniel, the golden retriever, possibly because he was awesome, but also because a golden has never won best in show in 144 years. Don't tell me that's not political. It doesn't make Suck it, on that, air bud. It doesn't make any sense. That dog was beautiful, and it deserved oh, to win. Oh, you're so biased. I know. You're so, like Johnny Everyman watching the Westminster Dog Club show yeah. from their couch Things like, oh, yeah, the Golden Retriever should have won. Stuff's another handful of cheesies in their mouth. You you don't handle dogs. You don't breed dogs. You have no idea what they're looking for. So stop it. Leave that poodle alone. I'm I'm looking for normal. That's what I'm looking for. I'm looking for. I come in and I'm like, here's the story about the dog. And you're like, I know, I watched it. I was rooting for Dan. I'm like, really? I was re- Yeah, I was cheering for that Daniel. retriever. Yeah, exactly. And I was eating cheesies at the Friggin time. Daniel. <laughs> Coming up in a few minutes, the too early for a question question. You can win a Lux Silk pillow from Sleep Country Canada. We've got, all got Brent Young, Brent Young tickets at 710 with Brett or Brent. I'm Crystal Darsh. That's what's trending. This is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. All right, nice. The question this morning for the too early for a question question is a quarter of women say this is the most romantic movie to watch around Valentine's Day. What do you think it is? I think it's Gone with the Wind. Ooh, interesting. Scarlett O'Hara, Gone with the Wind. If you're still awake at the end of that seven-hour movie, you're probably married at that point. (laughs) Is that how long it is? It's long. Ooh, interesting. It's like at least four hours. It's awesome, though. It's totally awesome. Frankly, Scarlett, I don't give a damn. Wow. Is that the movie? Yeah. Yes. I nailed it. He did nail it. You know what? Yeah, Unfortunately, did. you didn't nail it this morning. That's not the answer we're looking for. Okay. Thank All right, you. but thank you. This is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast.
But right now we got to get an answer to the question this morning. All right. Uh, how are you doing? Hey, this is Joel. All right. You're doing good, Joel? I'm doing sublime. Thanks for asking. Oh, sublime guy. I remember this. Yeah, you used that fancy word yesterday on us. Oh, yeah, yeah, exactly. I was the guy who sucked at dating you yesterday. Okay. Yeah, well, you might really suck at this too, I'm guessing. Let's find out. Uh, Joel, a quarter of North American women say this is the most romantic movie to see on Valentine's, and that movie would be... The Notebook. Holy cow. Guy nailed it. Oh, yeah. And you yeah, said you were a solid about, four. You just went up two notches there. You're a six that's now. That's what I'm talking about, baby. I'm a six out of ten now. Yeah. And you win another pillow. You're an eight. Profile. Yeah, yeah. You know what? Yeah, uh, one pillow. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's a great Valentine's if you only use one pillow, if you know what we mean. Hey, babe, you want to come over and see my cool pillow? Uh-huh. Yeah, just try it out. It's silky smooth, you know? Yeah. What's your favorite part of the notebook? To tell you the truth, I've never seen it before. I just know girls go crazy. Okay, you it. just slipped to five. <laughs> <laughs> At the end when they both die. What? <laughs> oh, well, I was planning on watching it, but thanks for ruining Yeah, yeah, spoiler alert. <laughs> it's been out for decades! <laughs> this is the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. And what uh, romantic movie do you love? That's the question this morning as we get set for Valentine's on Friday. The Longest Ride, my um, wife's favorite love story movie. And mine is, I haven't seen that. It's a mm. cowboy movie. I was going to say, it sounds like some kind of motorcycle flick. I don't think it was a big box office hit or release, but it seems to do pretty well in Rotten Tomatoes. It's Have like you a, seen it? No. I'm so just, we don't know what it's about. I know that there's a guy in a cowboy hat in it. Right. <laughs> So sounds like a cowboy movie to me. Yeah. Yes, I love you with Gerard Butler and Hilary Swank. Mm-hmm. And Hillary you want to do your Gerard Butler impersonation again? Hey, I'm Gerard Butler. <laughs> no, you're Sean Connery. <laughs> Give me a. Are they, oh, they Scottish? Like Scottish is going to sound Scottish. <laughs> All right. Okay, Taylor, Taylor. I love you, Taylor. Myself and my girlfriend have been together for three years, and for Valentine's, we order in and watch Gladiator. Yeah, it kind of satif- satisfies both sides of it. Because. Well, yeah, the guy gets the violence. Right, right, violence. right. Yeah. And then she gets the, you know, the overarching love story. What's the new one with uh, Will Smith in it? Uh, Bad Boys or whatever Bad it is. Bad Boys 2. Uh, th- I think it's 3. But three. anyway, I was trying to convince my wife that it's a romantic comedy. And she's Googled it. And she's like, nah, I don't think it is. Because I said, you like Will Smith. We can go to that one. But she says, it says there's a bunch of violence in it. So she was like, no, thank you. Bad Boys 2 is one of the only movies I've ever had to leave the theater for. Why? I got motion sickness. Oh, thank you, Michael Bay. <laughs> <laughs> right. Wow, Megan, what do you what do you think? What is your most romantic movie in your world? Um, honestly, I like P.S. I Love You. <laughs> P.S. I Love You. I haven't seen that one. Who's in that? Uh, Gerard Butler. Oh, oh yes, that's oh, why. Yeah. This is Sparta. <laughs> What? <laughs> Same guy. You're, you're sounding more like Sean Connery. Yeah. I can't help it. He's Scottish too. <laughs> this is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Dara, who works really hard up front here at the radio station, is on the line with us this morning for this edition of Weirder What Wednesday. How you doing, Dara? I'm good. How are you? Fantastic. So we're talking Valentine's, of course. It's coming up on Friday. And you and Kelly, how long have you guys been married? Uh, 23 years. 23 years. You've got uh, three daughters. Is that right? That's correct. Yeah. Okay. And so when your daughters were young, how did you guys celebrate Valentine's Day? We didn't go out a lot, but we quite often just had Valentine's Day at home with the kids. With the kids. Yeah. yeah. That's not Valentine's Day. That's dinner. <laughs> <laughs> you I can't agree. celebrate with your kids. Well, we did. We yeah. didn't have a choice. 
Yeah, exactly. You know what? We that's the way we did it too. We, if we were lucky enough to go out, we even took the kids out with us. I don't know. We and maybe maybe there's something wrong with us, Dara. Maybe the most fun we could have on Valentine's was with our kids. Don't make me sound I like agree. a bad father. Yeah. <laughs> I, no, I wouldn't have it any other way. Quite often that was by choice. So, As someone having a romantic dinner in an expensive restaurant that I saved up for, I'm totally glad that you brought your kids. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. Good point. We did it at home. We didn't take them out. Yeah. I, you know, you're amazing parents. You're very three well-adjusted daughters. Same with you, Chris. I hate the fact that your kids are perfect. Yeah. Am I a bad person because I don't want to spend Valentine's Day with my kids? I don't think it's weird that I don't. Don't turn this around, Matt. We're just asking if it's weird or what to spend Valentine's with your kids. Oh, it's weird. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think it's bad, Matt, but I do think it's weird that you don't want to. <laughs> I see them 365 days a year. I could use a couple hours it's away from time. Them. Exactly. Thank you, Crystal. The person who doesn't have a child. <laughs> this is the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Is it weird or what to spend Valentine's with your kids? Like what's technically a romantic night. I know at our place uh, that used to be kind of the way we would do it. I've I don't know. What are people saying on text message? Got a text, why go out on Valentine's Day? It's overrated. Everything's jacked up price-wise. The service is bad because it's so busy. Stay home and celebrate another night when prices are normal and service is better. It doesn't work that way. That's like You can't make another Valentine's Day because that day is special because the whole world is thinking about romance. But chocolate's on sale the next day. Great. Buy some chocolate. Eat it. If you go over Valentine's Day, don't bring your rugrats. You're gonna like you can be an amazing mom, an amazing dad yeah. without your kids one day and of that's, the year. That's fair. That's fair. And, and enjoy some time alone. I and, think it's important to give back to your relationship. And it's hard, like in your case, because you and your if you did that, you guys would have to leave at six thirty and be in bed by six forty five. Yeah. Can I make a reservation for two o'clock in the afternoon? <laughs> it's for you. What? You're not open. It's for you and for the other people in the restaurant. But here, here's another way of looking at it. As a single mother, my son is the love of my life. Mm-hmm. And I wouldn't want to spend Valentine's Day with anyone else. My boyfriend even included him in our plans. What a good boyfriend you have. So there Our you boyfriend, because he's got the end game in, in mind. <laughs> Make like, you happy. Yeah, you can bring your son. No problem. What time does he go to bed? This is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Yeah. That ain't right. That is weird. What? What? That boy ain't right. Valentine's coming up on a Friday night, so that's going to be a lot of fun, just with the way the calendar lines up. And Dara, who works here at the radio station, was telling us a few minutes ago that uh, when her daughters were younger, her and her husband Kelly would... We didn't go out a lot, but we quite often just had Valentine's Day at home with the kids. Yeah, they had Valentine's Day at home with the kids, but when they did go out, they took the kids with them as well. Is it weird or what to be involved with your kids for Valentine's? That's the question this morning. Text message, yes. What's weird is that people are agreeing with Matt. Uh, What? That's the weirdness. They're doing what? Shelby Oh, hang on. Someone agrees with Matt. Yeah, we've got the someone agrees with Matt. We need to play that thing a lot because Shelby agrees. Mm -hmm. Shelby thinks Valentine's Day is meant to be spent with your significant other and the kids will survive without you for a night. Mm -hmm. Emily agrees with Matt. 
And somebody else says, <laughs> wow, February 12, 2020. Matt is right for the second time in the past five years. <laughs> On two counts, leave the kids home and you don't get to pick another day for Valentine's it's Day. It's all well and good. Like I said, you can pick another day and make it your special day, but the rest of the world doesn't care about that day. Valentine's Day is North America's day for love. Yeah, Normally, Matt, you wouldn't care at all. Why are you doing this today? Because it's very important to my wife that oh. I take this stand. Okay. Did you have a talk last night? Uh-huh. I, we're always having talks. <laughs> <laughs> she said, you better get me some for Valentine's Day. And I said, yes, dear. So in other words, she's having the talks and you're having the listens. She said, the kid's not coming. And I said, yes, dear. Oh, really? No. Uh, no. Happy We're out of wife, town anyway. <laughs> All right. Seven eight zero four two one one three nine. It's always a number to call. This is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Kim Kardashian's uh, six-year-old daughter, North, has a... TikTok account, which TikTok is this new social media thing that uh, all the cool kids have, and even some of the cool adults like me, Matt. Yeah. You're so cool, you said it was new. Yeah. Well, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but anyway, so the question is, she doesn't get to post on it, she's just uh, following along with others, and I don't, you know, TikTok, I think we can, can we all agree that six is too young? Can we all agree that six is too young to have a social media account? Well, got a text here, legally not until you're 13. Yeah. Now, I'm not sure if this is true, but this texter says, if you lie about it, the government won't protect you against predators and things that shouldn't be posted. I don't know about that. Yeah. But, uh, oh, it's a teacher. I make sure my students know this every year. But yeah, okay. the user agreement says 13. So yeah. There you go. Well, what is the the right age for kids to have social media, whether it's Snapchat, uh, Facebook, Facebook, the kids don't care about, but uh, Snapchat or Instagram, for example, those would be the two big ones they have in TikTok. What is the right age for them? I, I just asked the question. I have no clue. Matt, well, uh, when's I mean, Bo going to get it? Probably three, four. Yeah. <laughs> you, Can you monetize you, it? You have to start accruing followers early. <laughs> so when you're 16, seven time, 17, when you start to monetize. Yeah. You become an influencer. Yeah. Okay. Oh, unbox stuff. There's some kid that it's made millions unboxing. Sure. Things. I'm, yeah. I'm all for it. His YouTube channel will be shortly after that. Yeah. All right. <laughs> you never know when Matt's being sarcastic, but I'm pretty sure Am he I is. Am I kidding? I don't know. Seven eight zero four two one one zero three nine. What do you think? We want to hear from you. This is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. We're talking about uh, Kim Kardashian's uh, six-year-old daughter, North. Doesn't get to post on social media, but has a social media account called TikTok. And we're wondering, what is the appropriate age for kids to start doing that kind of stuff? Got a text from a nurse, a pediatric nurse at the Stollery. And a couple of weeks ago at the beach, which is the fun place for the kids, they were playing with toys and blowing bubbles. And a six-year-old was on her phone taking selfies. It's not necessarily a bad thing that kids taking selfies but if their entire time is taken up by technology there needs to be a balance of course right well it sounds like she had snapchat and insta also on her device yeah kids insta's fire <laughs> give her a follow <laughs> well cheryl said that people think that six is too young for social media but you give your two-year-old a phone a, a tablet or an ipad to play with by the time they hit six their little brains are wired for technology yeah so you, you keep that in mind and monitor what your kids are doing at any age i've seen kids that haven't been too small to walk starting to like like you know do the thing Swipe. with the phone swiping right like yeah, it's crazy. Well, Bo kind of gets it. Yeah. He's not even a year yeah. and a half old. He kind of gets like, okay, I hold my finger to the phone and I can move it up and down. Yeah, yeah, he's figuring that stuff out. So he'll have an Instagram account in no time. But it's it's true. It's like, yeah, you start at six years old and it's, it's yeah, they, there are, I mean, yeah, it's a it's a challenging thing, you know, to, to, to try to figure out a balance as a parent. Uh, Lynn, uh, what do you do? Bad. I made my daughter a Facebook account 
uh, what the reason for the Facebook account was she was playing Heyday and you needed neighbors. Okay. So luckily, my sister, my mother, and my sister-in-law all played the game. Uh, very locked down, secret. You can't search for her account. I connected her to those three people, and she was able to play the game and do the requirements like give a gift to your neighbor. And then as anybody I added are immediate family members. So that way then they get to see pictures of her. But other than that, no, she doesn't get one until right. she can call her account until she's... Like eight. Well, she's 12 now, and she okay. just started it, so. Okay. So you change your profile picture from Dale with the mullet <laughs> to actually her. <laughs> well, her profile wasn't Dale with the mullet. It was a stuffy. Okay. Oh, that's fair. Yeah, a stuffy with a mullet. Okay, so there you go. But so 12, she's just starting now. Hey, is that 12? Yeah. I, I was thinking 12 or 13 might be the age where they can... The rest of her friends are now too, right? They so. all are. So what are you going to do, right? This is the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. We're talking about uh, at what age should social media accounts be something that your kid should be experiencing. It's a challenge. It's a balance. It's, it's, it's really tough. I know even my ne- nieces and nephews, my great nieces and nephews, it's like, um, like, oh man, if they had Snapchat, they'd be so entertaining, you know? I feel lucky that, well, I feel thankful that my parents didn't have to make these kind of decisions. Yeah. Because it's so hard. Yeah, and now you have to make them, though. Yeah, That's... why do I have those <laughs> pressure? I'm going to rot their brains with screen time. i got to monitor it. Oh, man. Yeah, it's, it's, a real, it's, a, it's a real challenge. So we're asking with the Kim Kardashian's uh, six-year-old actually having a TikTok account, um, which seems absolutely crazy. Uh, but, I mean, there's a lot of crazy things that happen in this world. Uh, we're, we're asking what, what your opinion is. It's a really honest answer from a mom, mom who struggles with the, this question. I've allowed my 10-and-a-half-year-old on TikTok. I monitor closely. I swore she wouldn't get a phone until she was at least 12. But the reality is this is the world we live in. They need to learn texting and social media, uh, how to behave on it. It's easier to deal with innocent mistakes now before they become teens and mistakes get bigger. But I really have no idea what I'm doing with this parenting technology thing. That's yeah. an honest answer. Yeah. Well, your kids are still people, whether they're 10 or 25. They're still people and they still have thoughts of their own. They're allowed to have those thoughts and those actions. So you got to give them some sort of freedom. Yeah. I like the one uh, that's basically said, I don't think it has anything to do with age when it comes to social media accounts. I think it has something to do with maturity level. And it's true because there's 40-year-olds that don't deserve to have social media accounts. (laughs) Crystal's been (laughs) scrapping with people on Facebook (laughs) since the dawn of man. (laughs) And you know, because things that you post can come back to haunt you yeah, and you can, you know, be canceled and lose your job and and harassed everything else. Do you really want your eight-year-old who can't really comprehend that to post those things that will never disappear from the internet right right well if i ever you know have <laughs> you to go somewhere else god forbid yeah the the laundry list of texts and facebook <laughs> posts that my new boss will show me <laughs> as if you'd ever get a new boss <laughs> True. we're talking about uh, at what age should social media accounts be something that your kid should be experiencing it's a challenge it's a balance it's 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 really tough i know even my ne- nieces and nephews my great nieces and nephews it's like i'm um, like oh man if they had snapchat they'd be so entertaining you know i feel lucky f- that well, I feel thankful that my parents didn't have to make these kind of decisions. Yeah, because it's so hard. Yeah, and now you have to make them though. Yeah, That's... why do I have those <laughs> pressure? I'm gonna rot their brains with screen time. I gotta monitor it. Uh, oh man. Yeah, it's it's a real it's a it's a real challenge. So we're asking with the Kim Kardashian's uh, six year old actually having a TikTok account, um, which seems 
absolutely crazy. Uh, but I mean, there's a lot of crazy things that happen in this world. Uh, we're, we're asking what, what your opinion is. It's a really honest answer from a mom, mom who struggles with the, this question. I've allowed my 10 and a half year old on TikTok. I monitor closely. I swore she wouldn't get a phone until she was at least 12. But the reality is this is the world we live in. They need to learn texting and social media, uh, how to behave on it. It's easier to deal with innocent mistakes now before they become teens and mistakes get bigger. But I really have no idea what I'm doing with this parenting technology thing. That's an honest answer. Yeah. Well, your kids are still people, whether they're 10 or 25. They're still people and they still have thoughts of their own. They're allowed to have those thoughts and those actions. So you got to give them some sort of freedom. Yeah. I like the one uh, that's basically said, I don't think it has anything to do with age when it comes to social media accounts. I think it has something to do with maturity level. And it's true because there's 40-year-olds that don't deserve to have social media accounts. (laughs) Crystal's been (laughs) scrapping with people on Facebook (laughs) since the dawn of man. (laughs) And you know, because things that you post can come back to haunt you yeah, and you can, you know, be canceled and lose your job and and harassed everything else. Do you really want your eight-year-old who can't really comprehend that to post those things it will never disappear from the internet right right well if i ever you know have <laughs> you to go somewhere else god forbid yeah the the laundry list of texts and facebook <laughs> posts that my new boss will show me <laughs> as if you'd ever get a new boss <laughs> true. yeah that ain't right that is weird what what that boy ain't right, right. hey we always appreciate your phone calls your text messages for uh well ideas for show content because let's face it we need it this is yeah. a big radio program we got to <laughs> stuff here right all right so anyway carmen is on the line giving us an example of that hey carmen what's going on i had a guy ask me out on a first date for, on valentine's day it was it like in all seriousness or was he kind of like you know sometimes you can go on a valentine's day date no, and you can this, make like a fun of the the situation no this is for real he asked mm. me out on a like a first date Valentine's Day. Okay. Maybe he's only available on the Friday. Yeah. And it happens to be Valentine's Day. But guys know better though, right? Like Yeah, he knows what he's doing. He he you know, he's thinking this might be the, the like the power move. Uh I think it's more of a creep move. I'm not sure about <laughs> a creepy move? I think so. <laughs> no. Well well, I mean to your benefit, you go out for dinner, he's for sure going to pay for it because it's the most romantic day of the year and he's yeah. got to. So it kind of works out in your favor. So a free dinner is what I should be more excited about, which I am. But, you know. what, what, if, what if he shows up with like 12 long stem roses? Oh, no. <laughs> it's like this is a bad thing. Oh, how dare he bring me gifts? And they're going to rush you through the meal because you know the restaurant wants you to just get out of there so the next people, because it's super busy on Valentine's Day. Yeah, and then what are we supposed to do after? Like, the question is, is he rushing you through everything, right? Yeah. Is it weird or what? That's your question this morning on Weird or What Wednesday. It kind of fits right in, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. Not weird. Heck, you might even find out you like the guy, and you're going to get a free meal and some roses. (sighs) First date on Valentine's, Crystal? Nah. Weird. Uh, What are you thinking, Carmen? I think it's weird. What did you say to him? I don't know. I'm I'm overly polite, so I said, okay, yeah, sure, but... Now I'm kind of freaking out. Let's let the listeners help. Matt says go for it. Of course he does. Anything for free food. <laughs> <laughs> this is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Carmen called us this morning. She's uh, concerned. She's got a guy that's asked her on a first date on Valentine's, and she's like, 
it's weird, but I'm too nice to say no. So now she's going on this date and she she just wanted to get confirmation if it's weird or what. Someone texted, he may not even have realized it was Valentine's Day when he asked her out, he is a guy, LOL. That's true. It was just an- another Friday for true. him. Another text, my cousin and her now husband went on their first date on Valentine's Day six years ago. They've been married for four and a half, four and a half years and have a three-year-old. Hmm. Clearly it worked out. Okay. Or didn't. All right. Let's uh, check. If you don't want to get married to the person. <laughs> or not have a kid, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> let's check in with uh, somebody who does not want to be identified who's driving in a very noisy vehicle this morning. Yes. Is it weird or what? Uh, it's weird. It's very weird. But yeah, I would take it for the free food. <laughs> you would take it? <laughs> it's what I'm saying. High five. Free food. Really? As long as he doesn't bring anything fancy. Are you on a budget? Uh, yes. Okay. Her man budget. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Sometimes if you want to go out, you just take random dates. Oh, no, 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 no. I hope men yeah. don't hear this. You're better than that. What, what happens? This is a great idea because who knows? Maybe you catch feelings. No, normally I don't. <laughs> <laughs> you do catch a basket of chicken fingers, though. <laughs> this is the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Whiskey glasses, there's Morgan Wallen. We're talking, uh, well, about snow angels and people in your life that are trying to rescue you from, well, really, snow Mageddon or snow apocalypse, apocalypse or whatever we had yesterday. Shout out to whoever did our parking lot at work this morning on 12th Avenue Southwest. Okay. From Christy. Nice. Uh, somebody else texted, I carry Tim's cards to give them. So this is obviously happening a lot. All right. That they're actually carrying the cards. Smart. To tip snow removal and people. And this uh, Bonacord dude apparently lives somewhere up the street from this texter, not on their block. Wow. He's just, he must have a new plow like you do. Yeah, and he just wants like, to use it. I use my plow. Right. All right, Don, you got a thought about that whole Bonacord thing? Hey, Matt just had an idea to give uh, the Bonacord Good Samaritan a uh, bottle of booze. Yeah. Wonderful idea. Kind of a sore point in Bonacord because our liquor store burned down. Oh, way to go, Matt. Sorry for bringing up that open wound. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, when we we had that deep freeze, the liquor store and the adjoining amazing homemade barbecue joint, they both burned down. Oh, that's devastating. Barbecue and the booze went down. (laughs) So you're asking for two bottles. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, Let me guess, all the rednecks moved to Gibbons now. We're trying to keep them from going to Gibbons, but yeah, it happened. Pretty much my whole life right there. I don't know what I would do. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, as long as the love store is still intact, Matt's okay. (laughs) Get my edible underwear. I'm all right. (laughs) That tastes like barbecue. (laughs) Hickory, smoked hickory. And Sambuca. Hey, thanks for listening to the Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. If people want to find out more about Jack, where do they got to go? You can go at kissin underscore Jack, J-A-C-K, on Twitter. What about you, Matt? I'm Matt D. Builder on Twitter. All right, because you're building all the time. That's right. How about you, Chris? <laughs> well, I'm at Chris Sheets. Everybody spells my name wrong, S-C-H-E-E-T-Z. And don't forget about this podcast. Yes, you can rate, review, and subscribe so you never miss a moment of all the fun we have. If you enjoyed it, tell a friend. Thank you very much. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Listen live weekday mornings from 5 on Kissin' Country 103.9.